What is up, everybody? Welcome to Chalkcast number 20. Joined by my special guests, or I should say co-hosts first and foremost, Johnny Boy and CJ. CJ and our special guests from Quadrant, we have Relating, Wave, and Cash. And I do want to say that these two are essentially complete opposites in the sense that Relating Wave is the only EU player to qualify for all circuit era RLCS international lands and cash is a land rookie. So with that being said, I want to ask you Relating Wave, how are you prepping our boy cash for his very first land? I'm making him really nervous. To be honest, I mean, I'm, I'm already getting in his head and saying how how difficult majors can be now in my history, but it's uh, it's, it's a tough process, to say the least. Why are you making him nervous? The emo because it's the emotion. You seen this guy? Like, you, did you not see when we uh be um Vitaly? You, you see the was thing it, where he just started standing emotion? up? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw he was gassed. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what you that's what you gotta do for major. Oh, so you're trying to get that out of him? You're trying to yeah, let him just release, him. really. I want a, I want a scary cannon on my team. All right, so, so is he like a, is he a chain beast or something? Is that what you're saying? You need to you need to feed him the confidence. Yeah, he'll he'll get bigger bigger and bigger as time goes on. Can't let him grow too much. <laughs> Cash, how do you Cash, how do you feel you? about it? Yeah, what are you thinking? I mean. I mean, Wave, I think you're telling a bit of poker pies there, but I do agree with him that Nerves, I mean, Nerves definitely enhanced me as a player, so he's, he's, he's doing the best to prepare me, at least for uh, my first major experience. They enhance you? What, what do you mean by that? Like, just... when I'm nervous, I just I just perform better. Like, I just rise to the occasion a lot more. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to explain, but it's just, when I'm not nervous, I'm, I think I'm just too, I'm just too calm. It's weird. Oh, I feel mm. like I feel like I've actually heard that before. It's not uh well, from what I've heard, it's not like um not necessarily a nerve thing, but w- I just like when a match is more important, you just you just want it more, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Is that what yeah. you mean? So like that That's you, what you, I mean, you're yeah. basically creating that pressure for yourself to get you Yeah, and it helps really to perform more. even more. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Uh, I hate that term wanting it more. I mean, that's the worst thing. Like, I, I feel like everyone wants it, but I agree. No, who wants it more, though? Everybody wants it, but how much do you want it? So I you think, think <laughs> like, if somebody misses a double tap, it's because they didn't want it. They're like, ah. You got to know, who, go you gotta know who's in day in, day out, because if they wanted it more, they would have scored the double. Ah, uh, exactly. okay. Okay, uh, so you're, for you, wanting work. it more is like they, they put more work in? Yeah, essentially. That's what, oh, I, that's okay. what I would so, That's what it means. Yeah, so I think wanting it more, like CJ's saying, sometimes it just sounds like they didn't... Okay, now nah, he just didn't want that open net. That's why he missed it. He just didn't <laughs> want it. If somebody wanted it more, they took the open net. You know, and that's obviously a, a bit different. Wait, so Cash, you're saying that nerves make you play better, but um, is that like uh, for online nerves uh, or just for lands that you've played in? Small lands. Well... Well, I'm not really sure because obviously I've played two lands, which was EGX, which I saw you at, and I wasn't mm. nervous whatsoever. And I played the Commonwealth, which I wasn't nervous at either. So I haven't really been nervous at a land yet. So I, I don't think it's 
But you won, you won EGX. There's a yeah, 2v2 I won EGX. You, guys both, yeah, yeah. you both won it, actually. I was casting <laughs> yeah, you both won a 2v2 yeah. against Ixo in the semi. No, was that the final, actually? You beat that, was final. Yeah. that was yeah, the finals. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny how that worked out. They're all in different teams at the time, and now the three of the grand finalists of a little 2v2 land in, in the UK are all now teammates. Um, but you weren't nervous, and you won it. Um, I, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people will want to know, so what, are the re- what would be your explanation, then, for your previous um you know failures to make it over the finish line and make lands uh if it's not nerves well on your part maybe uh maybe it could be nerves in your teammates part of the whole team but what, what do you think is the reason i mean i think past? my problem is is that i when it comes to regional freeze i try to suppress my nerves that much that i just don't uh-huh. feel anything and i just play so it's like it seems like i'm just emotionless whereas if i just don't hold it back and I and I just let it out, and I show that I want it. Then uh, I'll play a lot better. Ah, uh, so you think like maybe holding it in a bit too much and trying to su- yeah suppress the nerves, yeah, suppress, yeah. like pre. It's almost like you're uh, pre-jumping the nerves. Yeah, you're like I don't want to get nervous. I'm gonna pre-jump, and then you'd pre-jump the wrong place. You should just like stay on the ground, be nervous. Yeah, right. definitely. But what yeah. are you talking about? Pre-jumping the nerves? How did how did Cash <laughs> like relate to that? He's like, yeah, yeah that made sense. <laughs> It does yeah, make it just kind of makes sense. sense. Yeah, it does kind of make sense. He's like he's he's, okay. he's preemptively like you know he he's he's super calming himself because he thought he knows he's gonna get nervous, so he's like nah, not gonna let that happen, and like tries to be ultra calm. But then he's saying that that means that he can't really like get as uh, much adrenaline in the game because he's like suppressing it so much. So he's like pre-jumping it. Oh, so you yeah. would, like, you would want to like, pre-jump it. When you pre-jump, it's because the shot hasn't happened yet. The shot's not coming, but you jump anyway because you know it's going to come. So he's like pre-jumping. The nerves haven't happened yet, but he knows they're coming, so he's suppressing it preemptively. You know, pre-jumping the nerves. Right. Okay. Ash, Ash knew what I was talking right. about. That's all I'm about. <laughs> I know okay, talking I guess about, that's yeah. all about. Well, look, I want to look looking at you guys. You know, as your split, I want to look at your performance. Obviously, Cash chatted to you after you got top four first up or top two. Was it top four first? It was top four. It was top four first, yeah. Top four first, the first and then and then you just went bang again second regional. <laughs> um, was it? I've been in this situation right where you sort of you're pretty much comfortable for land. Like you know you haven't fully qualified yet, but it's it's like come on guys, we're good. We got to win like two games of Swiss. Did you guys have like some not like mindset? Was it like a mentality thing going to the third regional as to why you guys maybe underperformed or like you know got a bit too comfortable? I think that did play a part for us, yeah. I think we all kind of expected that we'd already made the major. So it was just like, we obviously we wanted to do well in the regional, but that that also, like, it's it's hard to explain, but it just felt like we, we, we already knew we'd confirmed major, so we just wanted to play as well as we could. But we also had a bit of a rough time in scrims the week before as well, so I think it played, the mentality played a part in it for sure. <clears throat> what do you think, Wave? I mean, he's not wrong like the the week before we had a rough one like i think we probably won about two of them that week or something but yeah he was right like we said to ourselves that oh we basically made it let's try and have some fun with it clearly that wasn't what we should have done because it didn't work and we didn't just didn't win why do you think you guys like in terms of your team is so I don't know, underrated. I feel like even after you, you know, you got your top four first up first event, they're like, they're not going to do it again. There's no way. And then you guys go and do it again, go one better. What? But why do you think that? Like, I, I still feel like even going into this event, going to the major, 
even though you've had a pretty good split, people are still like, ah, oh, Quadrant could be that team that, you know, is the worst performing from EU, stuff like that. Why is that? Well, it's mostly because we've, t- I mean, technically the least experience. It's two yeah. rookies and a notoriously bad LAN player all going into it together who are all somehow known as choke artists as well. Like, it's all just a recipe for disaster, it seems. That's, that's what mm. everyone, like, thinks of us, at least. Yeah, I think everyone... I'm uh, just doing a quick test here. Chat spam one if this is better. Maybe maybe they can't hear me anymore. I don't know. Uh, I'm on a I'm on a laptop today. Same everything except I've got a laptop instead of a PC. Okay, they're all typing one. That's pretty good. See, the hardest so, thing is everybody on YouTube tells me to turn everybody up, and then everybody on yeah. Twitch tells me to turn everybody down. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I can never find a middle ground that actually works here. But everybody My seems to be is... at the same volume. So at least now. So. I think that's okay. That's uh, yeah, that's good news. Cause I mean, I've uh, I've got all the same equipment, but I've forgotten all my settings. So I've just I've gone with the best guess, and uh, hopefully it's worked out. Uh, anyway, okay, th- that seems to be better now. I was gonna, uh, I wanted to ask. Uh, so, Wave, are you planning to do anything differently? Uh, you know, forget what everybody else thinks. Are you planning to do any- anything differently at this line compared to your previous lines last? Let's season? talk about Fall Wave. Yeah, let's let's talk about full CJ. Let's do maybe it. The, maybe the opening <laughs> match. Anything differently for the opening match? To no, uh, I I think it's just like a different. <laughs> I think it's just a different atmosphere. To be honest, like last season, it just didn't work out for us. Even even uh, with Seiko, it wasn't too like great for us on lands. And fingers crossed, it goes different this time. But so are you, you thinking it's armed uh... energy, and then everything else is else? Yeah, I mean, I just like playing. I just like playing NLG, To be honest, it's a nice it's a nice PR stunt, basically. A PR stunt. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, do you think it's more so like a, a of a team environment thing? Like, do you feel, um, I guess, like the vibe might be different going in with this team compared to your others? Uh, I think so. I think it's more like th- this is uh, when I was on Endpoint, not with not with Archie with Seiko. It was like everyone knew each other, but not to the same extent of like we weren't massive friends. Like we still to- like talk to each other a lot, but it was a more kind of fun professional atmosphere. Whereas this time, it's more going in with friends and being professional at the same time. And it's more, I think, it, it, having like different players is just going to make me different. I think. Yeah, you have the uh, have fun mentality now. You got the energy strat going for you. Oh, my favorite mentality. <laughs> At you, what you, point, you, though, does the does the have fun mentality? Because I feel like a lot of teams pretty, like say this is what they're gonna do, but then it gets to like you know crucial moments, and then it, it's not fun anymore, and then you know you start turning on each other a little bit. But what are you guys gonna do to make sure that you're not you know going in with too high expectations? Well, I don't know what expectations to have to be honest, because we have our own expectations, and then there's the community expectation, which is zero and three. So. <laughs> All right, what is it then? Let, let, let's sort it out. What's the expectations? Realistically, what are we what are we really going for here? I mean, my my expectation is top eight. That's what it top should eight. be. And I mean, if it's higher, great. If it's less, whatever. But I mean, top eight is still what it should be at a major. Yeah, I'm top eight is huge. Top eight. So top eight, just like last season, does uh, have the chance of uh, securing more uh, spots for for EU at, uh, Worlds automatically. So that's what every region I think is going to be aiming for by by default. Top eight is that? Chat, uh, type in uh, type eight if that's accurate to what you guys think as well. Let's see if the uh, this. Is I a think fair that's. A, I think that should be a goal for nearly 
every team bar like I guess you could talk like Gen G Carmine or Carmine is like you know maybe they should be getting top four because they're the number one seed but I feel like every other team like top eight that you'd be happy with wouldn't you just considering how competitive so. it is I don't think Gen yeah, Cheese will get first. top eight, but oh, I thought you were saying that they're going to be aiming higher. <laughs> no, no, top no. I don't they are, no, they are top two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just wait. They're about to get a huge buff. Anyway, um, I want to talk about. Uh, hang on, I was I, just someone else go because I've just completely lost my train of thought. I'm thinking about cha- James Cheese now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a good, it's a good thing to think about. Well, I was gonna—I was actually gonna ask really quickly. You said that you enjoy playing against NRG. You're not gonna get a chance to do it at this event, but why is that? Uh, why why did you enjoy playing against NRG last season? I don't know. It wasn't more like we enjoyed. I think we just clicked against them. But what was what was like, different compared to other teams playing at NRG? What what would go differently? I think my thing was like when we played NRG, it was always they tried to play counter attack style, which is what we tried to play as well with Seiko as well. It was just give the ball to him. It just felt like the same system. Mm-hmm. And I think we just outbeat them at their own system. But like all the other NA teams were a bit different to that, and I think apart from Full, it clearly didn't work. For uh, for NA, you mean, or for for you? No, for for us, yeah, it just yeah. didn't work after that. Hmm. The, the whole counter-attack style, Seiko sitting in the back corner waiting for an air dribble. Then I mean, it wasn't, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just like, it just didn't, just didn't work against more of the other teams and we couldn't anti-strap them outside of that. So the, you said the other NA teams were uh, different. They weren't trying to play that counter-attack. What were they? How would you, how would you describe the other NA teams? Well, not, they weren't like ball chasey because they don't do like any like stupid style, but they, they weren't just sit-back merchants. They just kind of like sat in the midfield and just pushed you when they thought it was right and then also just sat back when they thought it was right. It was no there's like an in between. Uh-huh. I like which that. Is what, which in, Euro, which in Europe you just don't like in Europe it's just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit and that's it. So who who are the biggest sit back merchants? I love that uh description for for this. What like this it, everyone or just yeah, like cur- currently who are the biggest sit back merchants? Uh, I don't know if you guys watch a lot of NA but I start with a U. I would eat you a CG, like... EG? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, there's, there's no debate in EU. Like, it's literally just... They will sit and go, it's... They're worse... Well, no, they're not worse. Like, do you know like old Veloce was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally the same as that. Wait, wasn't Cassio and Veloce at that time? Or, you know, he joined... Yeah, he, he was, he was. He, he joined Veloce for the Worlds. The World Championship. Yeah, it was just, like... That that Casio Freaky Flame team, oh my god! You went one nil up against them. You you've lost. Oh, you went one nil up down. Yeah, <laughs> one nil up. You're like, oh no, what were we <laughs> doing? One nil, one nil down to that team. You've already lost. Is that? Would you agree with that, Cash? Yeah, definitely. EG by far. At least in EU, the most sit back team. So, do you guys Is watch most... NA much? Hmm. Oh, I watch it a fair bit. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't like keep up with like all the Friday streams, but mm-hmm. the weekend I do, yeah. Yeah, I watch Saturday Sunday too. Right, who's the biggest sit back merchants? Oh, at least you can see. It's a hard one. I'm really making this hard now. <laughs> even, even I'm trying to think of a sit back merchant in a. I need the list up now. Hang on. Well, you got the the land teams, Genji, 
No, definitely not, right? right? Yeah, come on, no way. Phase that either. Phase. Uh, and you've got uh, B1. Kind of like a, a little bit of both in V1. I mean, you could say, you could say V1, but like you, no, you, I look I, at I don't to be honest. I look, I look at these teams, and it's like there is none. Like no. Ap apart from NRG, you've got Complexity and Furia, which are just bully chase. You got Gen G, which are the same thing. Phase, Phase just go all out attack. V1 are like. I mean, they're, they're what you could say, and obviously G G two is like everywhere. G G two is different, but I, I honestly I couldn't tell you in that region. I feel like if anybody, may maybe like knights, but it's hard, oh, yeah, it's that's, hard the, to yeah, tell. That, that's 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 stooping too down, like too far down for me. <laughs> they got they got top <laughs> eight in the last. Right. No, he nice. does well, well out of the land teams. If it's definitely not Gen G, Phase, or G two, who are the the closest thing to a sit back merchant out of V one and SSG? I think it's got to be V one, right? No, it's got to be, be, be SSG. I I, actually, I'd say SSG. Yeah, actually, maybe it is SSG. I didn't even think about SSG. Sure. SSG, hands down, to me has the most boring mm. playstyle to ever watch. <laughs> I fall asleep every single time I watch. I, I'm. It's like. When I'm doing a viewing party, I'm watching on Saturday or Sunday, and an SSG match is on, and I can't click off for anything else. It's just, it's tragic, because I, I do not want to watch an SSG match. I get so bored. Don't want to watch SSG. He says Dan's like their star player, but he's like a third man. So then, like, he, he has to, he's, he's either 1v3ing to score goals, or they're not, they're just sort of defending. Yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely see that. But they also just play it uh, super slow and like super controlled, which I mean, it's definitely not like an issue, you know. You should do what you think you got to do to win. But my God, is that boring to watch for me? <laughs> I mean, it's consistent. It gets some consistent top fours, but does it win them an event? I guess that's the question as well. Going into this, what what NA teams uh, could you like? I I can't see SSG, for example, winning the major. What NA teams, if any, could you like? Actually, could you boys actually see taking it out in the major? Uh, Probably I, just I, 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 I think it's phase in G two. Not Gen G. I think I, I don't. I don't know. What? I think. I think. I think. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think Gen G. I think Gen G can get like can get like finals. I just don't know if I see them winning necessarily. Mm. Is that a nerves like pressure thing? That's well, I mean, I, I mean, kind of, but. Like one seeds are like one seeds never do anything at the moment. It seems like I was I was one of the favorites in full, and look how that ended, CJ. So nah, Genji just <laughs> mopped NA. There's they've got to be the the favorites, like the biggest percentage to win it from NA. They absolutely wiped the floor with NA in the last event. Yeah, but now everybody's Grand figured them out. Time. Ah, this is what the, everybody's this is, I, I mean, I don't know. taking notes. It's the biggest cop-out analysis. I know you're, I know you're joking, <laughs> but like, uh, so many people say this. Who's to joking? What I'm do like, you mean? Nah, this, this has to be jokes. Figured them out is such like fake analysis. They, what do you, they, I don't know. They figured them out. I mean, they, it was bound to happen. So, sorry. Like, what if they counter-figured them out though? What if they also figure out? <laughs> well, that's not going to happen because you have to, you have to lose to be able to realize you've been figured out, <laughs> and they just won. So. They don't lose, they learn. Exactly. <laughs> so if it's Phase and G2 as the only two NA teams, then who else do we have from the rest of the world? I guess is it only EU teams now? Who do we have from EU that you can possibly see envisioning winning the event? 
I mean, I I don't know. You're I saying know anyone from EU could win it? You're saying all of EU are frauds? I didn't say either of those, to be honest. But... <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a chance to let myself speak. We're, but... we're not leading at all. No, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I... I, I... I, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Like any, I don't know if any of them could win, or any like KC could win, or like what. I, I've given up with Europe at this point. <laughs> is that because Europe's bad or inconsistent? I mean, the stat is right don't, now that don't get the, started. But the, the the stat is that G two are the only team, major team from NA that didn't make it out of Swiss in an event, whereas four of the five EU teams at the major. Didn't make it out of Swiss in an event. So is that EU inconsistency or depth? I think it's both. I think there's no no kidding. The EU's inconsistent. Like, like the, I think, but I think part of that is due to the play style. I think because like a lot of it is like fifty fifty based, like just go fast base. It's more like anyone can kind of beat other people. But I think there is certainly inconsistency to it because clearly no one does well apart from KC. Do you think I, EU I think have right. more like? I guess the thing with depth, though, you can you can have you can have depth in a region, but everyone could be at the same around the same mark, but not be like good. Do you know what I mean? Like you can have depth where everyone is really good, or just like no one's really that amazing. So that it's just deep because everyone's around the same mark. So with EU, do you think that NA have better like teams at the top internationally, or? You still think EU with like any team could be up there? Ah, uh, I don't know. I think I mean and they just do better with consolidating talent because they just see someone that comes up and it's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them up. True. Uh it doesn't happen so much. In you know, it, it, it can happen. It doesn't very often, but uh, I don't know. Like it's it's too hard to say because everyone's all over the shop and then. You always have one team. It was like BDS last season. They were like, because obviously Monkey Moon, last, like that at the start of last season, was like the clear best in the world, apart from maybe First Killer. And then you saw how far ahead they got. And then mm. like there was a, there was just a bunch of teams behind them. Whereas I think it's more there isn't that one team in NA that wasn't Gen G the split. But obviously last season and G two was full. But like there's, there's usually like one team that does really well, and then the rest of it is just close I, I yeah i feel like when you when you watch like bds last season like it was this kind of they're a clear step ahead of everybody but i feel like that gap doesn't really exist as much in either region this season like you, you could say like casey and genji had better results and they definitely like they, they clearly had more points like there was a gap there but when you're watching them like it, it seems like they're beatable. Whereas where you watched BDS last season, especially once they grabbed Seiko, it was like, man, this team is like, this is clearly the like scary team to look out for. Well, so the same thing happened with G2, right? Wasn't it like both teams in full split were like, like both were like two regionals and got to the grands in the last as well. But then that doesn't seem to be like talked about as much. For uh, G2 going into fall? Uh, not, not full, but like in spring, sorry. Like, 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 both of them, BDS made a move for spring. Uh-huh. And then, obviously, they did well. They almost won it. But then they bottled London. Uh-huh. And then G2 won the major, almost clean-swept um, spring as well. And then also did kind of poorly at London major. 
Yeah. But, but then clearly, then both of them got to grand finals at Worlds, so I was like, what is even going on? But BDS did two poor events because they got basically perfect swept by FaZe in LA in winter, and then they bottled spring as well. So they won fall and then just fell off a cliff and then won Worlds. I mean, there, there was a reason why they they fell off in winter. I'm not really going to go into it, but there was there was a reason, and it was intentional. It Are you was saying they intentionally threw to pick up Seiko? Is that what you're saying? I'm not <laughs> saying it was intentional, like that, but I'm saying that they... You did say it was intentional, though. They could have... Uh, okay, okay, I muddled up my words a little bit, but there was, there was, uh, there was, other, cho- there was other choices. It wasn't intentionally going to be Seiko. Oh, okay, uh, so you're not saying they intentionally like threw to get Seiko... They intentionally threw to get someone. Intentionally threw. <laughs> it looked. It looked it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is like yeah, conspiracy theory channel. Oh, I can That's a great it. conspiracy theory because that there is. is a conspiracy theory that like there was going to be a roster move with BDS after fall, but then they accidentally won it, and they're like, "Well, I guess we can't make a change." And they're probably like having PTSD about that. In winter, like, let's not accidentally win another major, guys. Like, <laughs> hold on a second here. Let's Control not go and accidentally win again. Like. We go like relating with sin. I okay. As a, this. This is even hearing this conspiracy theory, I just feel like there's no way that's got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I don't think they. Uh, you know, throwing is a is a very like yeah. Maybe know, maybe, so. maybe throwing isn't the right words, but maybe, maybe not maybe, really caring. Maybe at that time they just didn't want it as much. Ain't that uh, right, CJ? <laughs> true. Now now I'm picking up what you put down. Yeah, I'm that on is, board, that's very good. Yeah, no. now it's not so bad when I say it. Well, you know, to, okay, to, to, to not like go too down the conspiracy loophole. Oh, CJ, do you want to keep going? I, I didn't want to cut you uh, off. I, I just, uh, I need to, pro- you know, you can go. I'm just processing this this theory, which it does sort of make sense. But I, I like <laughs> I like using throwing. Like that's, a, it's a very like, that's a good word to use. <laughs> it gets there running mm. like, what? Is that legal? <laughs> I wanted oh, okay. to loop Cash into this because uh, he, you were on the uh, the first such podcast, another great podcast in the Rock League scene that I'm sure everybody listening knows about. Uh, you were on the their podcast, was it this week, I think it was? Yeah, I think it was. It was last week. Yeah, sorry, last week. Yeah, yeah. last week. Um, you were talking a little bit about EU versus NA, uh, the ch- what you think the chances are, what you think the expectations are of both regions, and the age-old question of Rocket League Esports, EU versus NA, who's going to win? Uh, it crossed my mind when I was listening to all this that everything, the, the pattern has just repeated itself up until the Fall Major, exactly the same as what happened last year. Because going into Fall Major last year, NA, uh, like analysts and NA uh, players just declared themselves the best in the world. They declared EU a Mickey region based on nothing, and they lost. And this kind of happened again. Like EU's, like I think, consolidated talent. If you look at like all of the rosters, I think EU's consolidated talent better than it ever has. And like, if we th- if we you know take that to mean that EU's improved, which I think would be a logical thing to uh, to say if, when talent is consolidated. Like NA must have improved a ton for the uh, for them to surpass EU right after they've consolidated talent, but. NA actually didn't change that much, in my opinion. I think SSG and FaZe are kind of the same as last season. And V1's literally, literally the same. G2's literally the same. The only difference is Gen.G. So, I don't know where all of the 
I'm just throwing this out there. You guys uh, can probably all disagree, but I don't know where all the confidence from NA is coming from. NA's never won an EU LAN without an EU player on the team. Ever. No NA team has ever won. No, no full NA team has ever won a LAN in Europe in Rocket League. So tell I me why it's going to happen this time. Tell I don't think why. it's going to happen. I don't think NA is going to win this time. I think EU... I mean, I, I, I agree. I think EU's brought out their strongest five teams uh, at the moment. I think NA clearly hasn't gotten that much stronger if a pickup team like Gen G can come in and dominate the whole region. I think they have got a little bit stronger, but I don't think they've got as strong as EU have. And I'm still, I'm still backing EU to win the full major by far. <laughs> by far. By that's, far. That's yeah, like by that. far. Yeah, by far. Yeah. <laughs> does, that does that mean, mean, does that that mean no they... NA team in the finals? Yeah. Mm, depends on the bracket, because you Again? can see the bracket. You can see the bracket of NA EU plays EU in the semis, and NA plays NA in the semis. Mm, yeah, you can never the, tell the world's the Mickey the world's Mickey bracket again. Yeah, NA yeah. on one side. So, but when you say by far, do you mean like whoever the EU team that wins the final is going to dominate, or there's going to be more EU teams in the top eight? I think there'll know. be more EU teams in the top eight than NA. Yeah, and I think EU will win the major. I don't think I don't I don't think it'll be EU EU finals, but I do think there'll be more in top eight, and the EU will win. What are your thoughts, Wave? Um, I I mean I'm I'm still gonna back Europe winning. I still I still think that's gonna be the case. Um, the top eight thing I can I can kind of see it being um three from each region and then Falcons uh, club. I like the club. I like the club shout. That's good to hear. I'm not I'm not gonna say like oh they're definitely gonna make it, but I think they're like one of the teams that could. Do it because like the only reason they didn't do it last time is obviously because they lost to Furia at Worlds, and obviously mm. Furia looked very good in the end. Mm-hmm. And obviously Club also made an upgrade, so I can certainly see them making it. And obviously Falcons could also make it as well. I like I like that. I like so that. So you said rundown. you said G two phase could win it. Anyone from EU could win it. Are you saying that the Club or Falcons you could see winning the major or just doing well? Just doing well, I think. I could see I could see another Falcon I could maybe see like club doing quarters, maybe Falcons. Falcon I could argue finals. I don't think they could win it again. Like I think I think last time last time they did very well. I don't think they'll get the same thing again. But last time they got finals. Yeah, I I think they deserved that. But I don't I don't think it'll happen again. Oh so you don't you don't think finals again? Mm, no, but I could see it happen. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, the same they only have that sitter. one. Like they <laughs> professional fencer, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they they don't have to worry about like the the good thing with Falcons if they lose like a uh, first best of seven, or I mean they only have to play one best of seven if they are in a final, <laughs> so they don't need to come back after losing one, like uh, the spring major and then lose four zero because they're tilted. That could be an it could be an edge, just one and done. In terms like of. 10, in terms of your own, I guess, predictions, obviously expectations top eight, but you know we we did get last week. We went we went through a few of the matchups last week, didn't we? But I want to get your thoughts round one matchup. You guys have V one. I know we sort of spoke about the start of the show, but confident there. And how do you think you're going to come out of the top eight in Swiss? Like, what are we thinking? A three two or three one? What do we like here? I'm confident at version one. I'm really confident. Uh, I mean, it's only. Beast mode really on the team that you got to be scared of. He's obviously the 
probably one of the best players in there. But I think if we make top eight, it's probably a three three one or three two. I don't I don't think we'll we'll get a three all unless we're playing really good on the day. What do you think, Wade? What? I mean, I don't think it's my place to talk about V1 really, considering what happened last time. But because <laughs> <laughs> I because I kind I kind of thought considering that. I, I kind of thought the same thing the first time, and then it, that happened. I mean, the whole comm stuff is waffle. I didn't hear any of it anyway, but I, I think we can beat them. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose. But like, I think <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd argue like 3-2. 3-2 out of Swiss or 3-2 in that series? Both, both to be honest. So, oh, you're a new you're a new land team. Do you think you guys are going to be a, a team that comes out strong, or a team that sort of improves throughout the tournament? I think it'll be improved throughout the tournament. I think it's really, really difficult to come out strong when you're uh, a rookie team. I don't know. Cash seems confident. He said he only has to worry about beast mode. <laughs> well, and com. I shouldn't. I worded it wrong. Com. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> they're all great players, but beast mode's obviously the the highlight yeah. player of that team. But definitely not tournament. Like, what if no, top right Tommy that. just comes out and slings some bangers on you? I've got Wave as, as a defender. It's fine. No issues. I mean, again, I just can't, I, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't say what I'd like about V1. So other teams, maybe, maybe, maybe not them. You can't say what you like, just like you do when it talk trash. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I could do, but I'd rather save that for the stage, to be honest. If it comes to the time, okay. Get some nice spicy trash talk. Because um, I, I, cle- I clearly can't do it beforehand, given my history. So, oh, so the post-game trash talk is what you're going for? I'm going. Well, the mid-game actually. The mid-game. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you're just gonna start. Wait, but nobody's gonna hear you. You mean like yelling across the stage? Nobody's gonna hear you if it's uh, mid-game though. No, the stream can hear it. It's fine. You'll have to like really get animated with it if you want to be seen uh, talking trash. Yeah, just start jumping, throw your arms up, start waving them around, just to make sure they really see you. Yeah, I'll I'll get I'll get some movement on. I'll start start doing (laughs) dance moves or something. I don't know. Figure something out. I've got time to prepare. (laughs) Have you guys arranged your seating already yet? Who's in the middle? Uh, your team. We haven't, we haven't thought about that yet. Thought about that yet? No. Right, let's I'm, I, 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 I'm open let's to some suggestions, though. <laughs> we can help. We can help. Let's figure okay. it out. So, like, what? What's the conversation so far? Get us up to speed. Uh, we were thinking same as boot camp. It, well, no, no, that's not what we thought. It, we we don't know. Like at boot camp, we kind of did. Uh, he in the middle, but I was just kind of because we sat. We just, I just chose the first PC and we went in the line. Uh huh. And that didn't work because that was the third regional, yeah. No, that was the first. That regional. was the first. Regional. Oh, that was the first. Re- okay, well that well, that could so work. That's pretty then. good. That's a proven method. And then second second regional, it was just me and Ixo at uh, the HQ, and then Cash was at home. But I don't know. I'm I, I'm really open to suggestions, guys, on how we set because we haven't figured it out. Well, no, it sounds like you've got something though, because your cash is like, well, what about the boot camp order? And you're saying, I don't know. We didn't agree to that. So you're obviously you got reservations about this. What what do you? What I mean, I'll sit, I'll, I'll sit, I'll sit wherever. Like, uh, yeah. Does it matter? Are you are you picky about where you're sitting? Does it matter? To no, no. Uh, no. Oh, to me, I mean, I've only ever sat in. I've only ever sat on the left once, and the rest of it was in the middle. But uh, mm. that's because uh, on on M point, I was just kind of the loudest one. So, 
But it depends. You can you can look at it in the way of you put it your most hype person in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then obviously that can really motivate them, but motivate them both. Or you can just chuck anyone you want in the middle, like or you however comfortability. Or your middle, you protect the middle person. Like maybe you need to go in the middle against V one wave so they can protect you against comp. They can shelter you a little bit. <laughs> oh, so I gotta change it up mid uh, mid tournament then. Mid tournament. Just sitting up to round one. Hang on, I swear, I swear, I swear, you can't do that. I swear they they say at the start of them, you you get stuck in those seats. No way. No, I know you have to submit no, it. But no, yeah, 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 it's, it's like it's like SSD because they do the SSD SSD setup, yeah. don't they? That have to renumber yeah. the SSDs. You probably have to tell them before they like put the SSD in. Switch every game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you lose round one, I want you to all just do musical chairs and then just see if it works. I think it's. I think it's worth thinking about. I think it's. I think you're on something with like the guy in the middle. Liquid Liquid change it in spring, so you can switch it up. So maybe try. There's no way. The first. Yeah, there's no way that they're gonna draw the line at that. Now nah, you gotta sit in the seat. Like, if, if, yeah, fair if, enough. If, if you're if like, you, oh. yeah, if you just complain enough, like, hey, we really yeah. need to do this. Yeah, yeah, I didn't complain. Yeah. Just let them know. Be like, yeah, okay. Just ask. But don't like yeah. ask like two minutes before your game. Like, actually, I want to sit in the middle. Like, nah, that's obviously a bit too late. But like early in the day, I'm sure nobody would actually kick up a fuss about but that. Just, I'm just thinking, wave. Like, you know, you're in, you're in the game, and like, say you drop game one. You know, Colm's just getting up, hurling abuse. If you're on the side, like the boys can't get around you. You're on an island by yourself on the mm. left or right. You need to be in the middle. So then, Cash and Eeks are like, it's all right, it's all right. It's only game one. It's zero one down. And then I feel like you'll use that confidence. You know what I mean? But if you're on the side, it can be, you know, isolating. So yeah, but you're making a good point. But think of it optimistically, right? Okay, so yeah. you put your most high person in the middle. You start winning, is that and cash? it just goes that, upwards. Yeah, that's cash. obviously yeah. me. That's obviously me. Yeah. But you look at that. Mm. But then you, look, you start winning, and it just goes upwards and upwards. Like. Yeah, I think the play is to put cash in the middle because he's uh, the loudest, and then he he's uh, going to be, you know, able to give the most energy to the team. Wait, are you able to have coaches on stage? You have. You have to. Yeah, be, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, obviously, yeah. they they stand up behind and, you. And Snasky's your coach, right? Yes. So yeah. just have him stand on your on your other side, wave, and then you're also protected. <laughs> Smile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he, Cash can be in the middle. You can be on either side and have Snasky on the empty side. And, and Snasky's good. massive. He can, he yeah, can just stand there like yeah. a bodyguard. How about it? Snasky stands in front of Wave's computer so Tom can't see him? <laughs> oh and, then, and then Tom won't be as it's loud because he'd be staring because he's staring at Snasky. <laughs> wow, we've we've uh, cracked the code. I can't believe it. We meant it. We weren't joking. We said we could figure this out. Like we're here to help. We're here no, to help. I, I think you. I agree. You need to have a, a hype person in the middle, or if there's one person on your team that's a massive tilter, you have to have them in the middle so the other two can mm. get around them. You've got to like, you know, get them, motivate them from both sides. Because if there's a tilter that just stays on one side, sometimes they can just go off in their own fairyland over there. So, I think it, what, what do you way. what do you value more then? Oh well, well, well. That depends on the team. If you do have someone that goes yeah. quiet in comps yeah. and tilts, then I think you have to get him in the middle. But if you just everyone's chill and there's one guy that's hype, then it, they should go in the middle. I think. I think it's more important to get around the person that does tilt or drop comms than focus on the hype. But if you don't have someone that tilts, then yeah, I'd say just go with the hype man. So it depends on the hype as well. How hype it the person does. is. 
Didn't isn't that what uh, Moist did? Because they had like uh, I can't remember who's in the middle, like Vatira or Rise or someone, and they lost. And then they were like, "No, nah, let's just put Joyo in the middle because Vatira and Rise are both super loud." And like CJ saying, you get the quiet one in the middle. That everybody, yeah. the loud people are going to be like getting involved after every goal anyway. They're going to be leaning in and getting hyped. Yeah, how's so, Ixo? Is he a quiet one? I'm not really. No, he's, he's, not, he's no, quite, quite loud, loud as well. No, he's quite loud good. as well. He's he's yeah. not quiet, but he's very uh, monotone. Yeah, what if when you score, yeah. is he just like good? Is job. it like a loud monotone or like uh, quiet, like a loud monotone? It's like uh, right now, very well. <laughs> that sounded sick. <laughs> You're gonna oh, be fa- so oh, fairly, fairly loud, fairly loud. So, okay. so we're saying if there is a tilt wave, then it's you. So we need to get around you in the middle. Is that what we're saying? I, pr- I appreciate you pointing fingers at me here, like, but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe it's a double whammy then. Get you in the middle, protect you from com. Get Snasky standing in I front. Mean, of this is, I mean, I mean, I have a history. I've been in the middle most times, so I don't know what you want to think of that. But that's true. But do you, you have a support a network? Better. Like, would you rather Eclipse protecting you from com or or Snasky? I mean, come on. I I don't feel comfortable answering this question. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the meta if you were allowed to change chairs like mid game or like between games? It's like they start off and they're like, ah, now they counter us. Comms opposite wave. Then the goal happens and really wave moves. You just see Com moving as well. They've got to get seated before the goal, before the next kickoff, or else they're out of position in real life. That'd be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> wave moves and then Com moves as well. Or like he directly the opposite move, Com moves and it's <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> we didn't, I didn't move. <laughs> if he's in, if he's in my head that much, if that's what has happened to, I'm, I'm hang up the boots right there. <laughs> Look, I think if it worked, at, I think you got to go with just the Exo in the middle. It worked at the first boot camp, but if you lose, I think if you if it's not working, I think you got to get in the middle wave. Actually, no, cash in the middle. Mm. Cash in the middle. Straight all. You got three tries. Yeah, yeah. Try it all. You actually yeah, have three goes at it. So if you go zero three, you're just a bad team. But it, at least if you win, you know <laughs> well, you've got a good that, setup. Hey, hey, that's that's the community expectation. What have we got to lose? You can't blame it's C placebo at the, that point. They just, they just don't have a middleman. If they like go three, they just don't have <laughs> what, a middleman. What I do like about this conversation, though, we've made you guys completely overthink this situation. <laughs> <laughs> we've we created they, an unnecessary yeah. placebo. The first thing in your mind you lose. You say it's right. <laughs> Apparently, we've overthought it when we didn't think about it in the first place. Yeah, true. Yeah, but now you are. You're going to sit down now and be like, oh, this, this, oh, this okay. chair is kind I'm... of uncomfortable. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to spend 20 minutes in the, shower to mo- in the shower in the morning contemplating on where I'm sitting. In. You are. It's <laughs> just going to hit you. Like, random times throughout the day, You're just it's just going to cross your mind. You're just going to start thinking about it. We've, Wait, no we've been talking. Up. That's a good we've point. Been why, don't, why don't you sit Snazky down and one of you guys stand up? <laughs> yeah, just I'll stand do up. That. Stand stand up with the let's, run it, let's, let's run it off. Let's, check, let's change. Stand up with the controller. Wait, I think there's a... Didn't John Sandman do that once? He, he was did. like He ran out of YouTube video ideas, so he just played standing, and he's yep. like, boom. Easy video. <laughs> what if you Genius. lower your Absolute chair genius. enough so you, you can't be seen above the monitor? Like, your head's so low... <laughs> And like you do a bluey, so you lean so far forward and sit so low that there's no way that Com can even see you. To his to his mind, you're not even there. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, I don't think it depends how like low down they go. I mean, they're not really like small chairs. I mean, I could try just sitting like sitting down like that or something, but I don't. I don't. That's think true, it's really actually. Going. 
is is are well, like Monkey Moon's really close to Monitor as well. Like, is he even trash talkable? Like, yeah, that he can't. Like, you can't get him. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he, he's got a shield. He, he's in, he's in the game. Like, it's <laughs> he's different. got a shield. <laughs> he's got a VR headset on. He's ready yeah, to he's go. Shielded. Right. <laughs> I think if all three of you like practice playing Rocket League standing up, that'd be the biggest power move on land. What flex? <laughs> <laughs> if you stood Ladies up the whole time. Take take your seats, team. So you're like, what if we don't? <laughs> what if we don't? You just have like a Amazing. standing desk that you just raise up to your height <laughs> and then you just play standing up. That'd be actually a baller. Anyway, I like that we've covered this because I think this is an important yeah. thing. And I think that you'll be going to that V1 series and the first thing you guys will be doing is looking across, seeing how they're sitting, how they're set I up. I can't wait. And they've responded. I can't wait. Every, uh, all of our listeners are going to be like, oh, I wonder what order they're sitting in. Oh my yeah. goodness, they went with the late wave in the middle. Uh, I'm, I'm anti- it sounds like I'm anti-straying a seating plan, so... Yeah, what you need to do is leak leak the seating order to V1, and then like maybe maybe they change their bluff. seating order yeah, and then just bluff. do something different on the day. You can oh, even get the admin yeah. involved, like get the get them to write like uh, you know cash on relating waves SSD. Mm. V1 are going to be scouting. Where's relating? Where's relating waves SSD going? I'm going to write that down. They're going to get it completely mixed up. No, I just love that no matter if you win or lose a series, it's not going to be like, well, you know, Quadrant played well, Cash played well. It's going to be like, that seating plan was good. <laughs> or, or just, I feel like that seating plan just oh, wasn't right. It's incredible. All right, I feel like if I don't stop this now, we're going to go for 30 more minutes. I hope you guys enjoy <laughs> your seating placebo. But uh, I did want to bring something else up. That uh, there, was, there was a few tweets and there was like a Reddit post as well, uh, I believe, about uh, specifically like team liquid and one of the main things about it was that like they didn't they tweeted two days after their team had won the regional event that like hey your regional winners are and then they said the team and stuff like that and so a bunch of people were like oh liquid doesn't care about their team um the reason i'm even bringing this up the the main the main thing you guys are on a new or a new org in general i'm pretty sure and a new org to rocket league and you know you guys are new to the org uh, so I'm wondering your preference on with an org, do you prefer to have like that public display of, uh, hey, you know, all, all this stuff, all the tweets, timeline, you know, uh, because phase is similar in that regard to where they don't really tweet about their team. Or would you rather just have the support behind the scenes? You don't even care if they tweet about you, whatever. Uh, you'd rather just, you know, be able to go to boot camps, get that, uh, get that cut or get that check every month and, you know, just continue on with your career. I think it has to be the support behind the scene for sure. I mean, the tweets obviously only really benefit the org. I don't think it benefits the players that much. But I think if you have an org that supports you and does anything that you ask for or tries to keep you the happiest, then you're obviously going to perform the best as as an individual despite be, having no tweets. So if 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 we're going by no tweets equals more support, then that means FaZe Clan must be the best org in esports. Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> it could, well, it I'm could not, be. I'm not saying that. I'm not quite saying <laughs> that. I'm just saying I'd prefer more support than, than prioritizing tweets. That's fair. I mean, yeah. There, there was like a... Wasn't there like a... So the initial like Reddit thread happened about Team Liquid, blah blah blah. Wasn't there like a who who had the not backlash to this, but like you know response? Where um, was that? Oski. It was Oski that replied to it, right? Oski replied to it. I think so. Yeah, about how Liquid and everything. Maybe it was Xperia. I think Xperia's in the chat. Maybe you can say. I, yeah, Xperia, the the coach. 
Yeah, because they, they obviously clarified that actually the Liquid Org has been providing a ton of support. Well, that's one of the things. The yeah, like uh, Liquid is getting like a, uh, just a bunch of backlash, but it's like very obvious as well that Liquid are like very involved. I mean, they signed two players that weren't eligible to play initially and they like kept their roster and they kept trying to build mm -hmm. it. And then also every time you see them on the broadcast, it looks like they're in uh, like a liquid facility like they're clearly together somewhere so like someone's gonna be paying for that it's more than likely liquid every time you see them on stream or at least every time i've seen them on stream they're also in a liquid facility and it just seems like mm -hmm. liquid is doing so much for them that i don't understand how it even came to be that people were like they didn't tweet about it was it was definitely the wording the wording was a little weird on the tweet but that they did not deserve the backlash that they got for a two-day late tweet what did the I tweet say? Did anyone have the, the tweet handy? Like It was basically it just like, we're the regional champions as if they'd just done it. And I think it was yeah. funny at the start that it everyone was, was commenting like, I, wow, I like, also, this is crazy. Not they the, just won. Not to throw him under the bus, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that was because of Jack. Uh, Jack ended up tweeting like, wow, the players must be ecstatic right now or something like that. And everybody saw Jack do it and they're like, oh, pile on, get him, get him, boys. <laughs> oh, and so everybody just kind of went at them. Let me try to find his. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's it was funny. a meme. It but was then Jack, a few yeah. people were just like, "This is terrible support." But I think that, and then it sort of got out of hand that way, and then it obviously went to Reddit and stuff like that. But I feel like it's it, it, like the, the tweeting stuff, like the social media manager and org is not the person that you're usually talking to from that org, or your like is your support network in that org. So I think people need to realize that that's like a completely different side of things. Like it's not. It's usually not like your org manager or whoever who you're dealing with. It's just like their social media side is like a completely different thing. Yeah, it is. It is important, of course, like to you know help the players grow their socials. But it's like one of the side things for most players. Um, some players less so. Some players would probably be like a lot more on that. Some orgs are a lot more on that because they've got like content creator players on their team, but. Team Liquid are, I mean, they are streaming and building their uh, plat their social platforms, but mostly just like trying to make the <laughs> trying to make the major. You know, I don't I don't think they were doing a lot of um, farming impressions in the run up to uh, uh, regional three. They were just like grinding. They were just trying to get trying to get good, and they won. So there you go. XP said he talked with the higher ups, and things are being sorted out for the future, from what I was told. So. They're clearly, like, I guess some of these goods come from it in that Team Liquid are like, okay, well, we're not going to do that again because we got absolutely <laughs> roasted. Um, so. no, I'm sure I'm sure they care. Like, if an org saw that, it, like, they're like, whoops. It's probably a whoops moment. Oh, no, we somehow, the the line of communication broke down there, but it's not the end of the world. It, it's not like, yeah, I, I think they obviously care. But, I mean, that's probably also, it ties into why so many people are, you know, really interested in Carmine Corp and Moist is because the the owners in the org are so invested in every game, every moment of every like tournament compared mm -hmm. to like a lot of the other orgs are more corporate orgs where you don't really see the you know all of the owners owners and all of the people making the decisions are more like behind the scenes. So it you know makes sense that they're not front center on streams. But I think it's easier for fans to relate to the orgs that do it more like look at my reaction to my team rather than the orgs are like uh, behind the scenes so maybe there's something there as well for these orgs to try and put stuff out everybody loves seeing the you know orgs even if record the reaction if they didn't stream it even if they just record the reaction to the win i've seen a bunch of that in the past it's always 
um, really popular to to see those videos. Yeah, I think that the uh, the main thing is you boys said if you're a player is like one get paid on time and also sort out boot camps early and you know make sure you have a good good spot for a boot camp, everything you need, good accommodation and that sort of stuff. I think that's like that's like the basic. Like as long as you, like they're covering that and doing that and communicating whenever you need with like boot camps and stuff. Like the the other stuff is obviously more for you know PR or you know your social presence, but it's not really affecting the players too much. I know you can talk about like growth and stuff like that in social media, but I feel like purely from a competitive playing perspective, as long as you're you know getting paid your salary and and getting your boot camps, like you, you're pretty happy as a player. What do you what do you guys uh what 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 do we not see uh cash and relating wave from orgs that what what do the viewers not see that might be um appreciated by you guys the players behind the scenes maybe like an announcement video like a, a golf course or something oh <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah posted. that's that's uh, let's not go into that but um it's, it's just it's just the amount of like I mean at the start is obviously like being paid and all that stuff yada yada yada. But it's like how much how much support they actually put in. Like realistically, some of these orgs do, don't have to like provide boot camps. They don't have to provide resources for their teams. No, but they they choose to because they want the best results. But that's obviously not seen in the public eye because what's the point of showing the public that? Like you're, you're showing the public that you're spending you're spending money. Like great, but. It's, it's more unless it's like actually like sent out to to the public is people won't know like the liquid stuff for example sure their social media team could have done more but who cares ultimately they they provide they're supporting the players why does one tweet matter well i think the argument uh i guess for that would probably be something along the lines of like it helps the scene so maybe that's why the scene in general or like the hardcore viewers of rock league got upset about it because they were like it was two days late. It seems it seemed like the I guess the perception was that they didn't really care about the team. It was like a second kind of note, you know. It's like, oh wait, we want a regional this weekend. Let's uh, send up tweeting that uh, tweeting this. And I feel like you know again that was based on the wording of the tweet. But it's you know it's more so that like maybe uh, the Rock League audience is wanting the game to grow more, and Team Liquid could help with that. Yeah, I mean they they could help with it, but they don't have to. It's not not their like, it's not their obligation to. Obviously, they want to try and make as much money as they can in their business, but there's not there's nothing forcing them to. And I mean, you can understand giving them backlash, but they'll do what they want. They're Team Liquid, so they they also they also fund Liquipedia. Like, that's actually a really good point. Why were people even mad at them in the first place? They run the only <laughs> they, they run the only good like rocket league you know tournament website you know all, all the, the stats. way that we can follow the results and they, yeah, the only way <laughs> we're able to ever see a tournament is because of them and they're like wait they tweeted two days late i, I didn't even think about that that's crazy i mean sure i mean sure I the, 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 word, the wording of the tweet was very uh, <laughs> uh but like come on they actually fund the whole offer if, um, what would we do if Wikipedia didn't exist though i i don't already, know. Already. I, I wouldn't even know how to find the games i wouldn't even know true like what tournaments happening this weekend? I've got no clue. What tournaments happening like next week? Don't know. Like Wikipedia does everything. It's insane. And also Wikipedia's like volunteers are ridiculously good at what they do. They're how just many, the most passionate people. 
how many people do you reckon like the like sort of semi follow RL Esports on Twitch? They like follow the channel and see when it's live, but don't realize Liquidpedia's a thing. Never really know oh when there's an event. My. They just tune into Twitch. Like, oh yes, it's on again. Like, but they don't really know when it's. Oh, that's actually crazy. It's probably Ooh, the majority. Like the vast majority, they're like they just don't know that Liquidpedia exists. Yeah, it, it, that's literally, it literally unreal. just needs to be in game. Just have a schedule in game. With an energy also, logo, like, and then as soon as they see that, they'll click. <laughs> yeah, was there ever any follow-up? <laughs> was there ever any follow-up? Didn't, like, uh, Psyonix put that in their, like, preseason announcement last year where they are like, yeah, Wikipedia's great and all, but we're going to make a uh, better website. Last year, a, like, you mean, like, 2018? <laughs> I feel like that was a roadmap in, like, that? season that was, that was for RLCS six. X. I swear, like I swear. Oh, they did one this season. Yeah, they did one at the, the start of this season. Yeah, no, it hasn't changed at all. I, I think I think they they used, they did one in like 2018 and they never did it. And they said one in uh, no 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 start they did 21, it. 21, 22. Yeah, the start of 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, Wikipedia is good and all. They put it in their video, the preseason announcement when they announced the whole season, and uh, it was just like one of the things that they were gonna do. But I don't. Think, I never heard the follow up to this. I'm like, I, I, I can't wait. It's gonna be so good when it comes out. Like. They've been working on it for over a year. This technology may be like a year in advance. They've been doing this. They've been preparing oh this for four years now or something. I'm, and it's like... I'm so excited. It's been wait. longer. I, I can't wait to see what the game came out. out. They were like, oh, we're going to do a website. And now it's like <laughs> seven years in. You wait. When the website launches, you're going to be able to like buy a ticket to the games, VR mode, have a seat on the side of the stadium in a champion's field and watch the games there. It's going to be sick. Uh, to be That's fair, funny. somebody, uh, yeah, Sionix, write that down. That sounds really good. Write that uh, down. People would buy that. The, imagine the imagine buying courtside tickets. You're like right there just staring up as the car drives Yeah, you're like, you, you turn you. to the left. Oh my goodness, it's Dazarin. Dazarin's <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, Dazarin's over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about, we're talking a little bit about uh, like orgs in the game uh, and stuff like that. But I guess another question would be um, how impactful can an org b to like signing a team how impactful to the game to the esport can an org be to signing a team and i guess like a top example would be um say like cloud nine or a hundred thieves um what do you guys think like if they were to sign a team does that actually bring a new audience to the game does it actually bring people back to the game or does it not matter i think it makes a big difference i think i mean moish is a perfect example of the sign for tier horizon joy and you look at critical streams all the time and he's getting months and months of viewers so i think if a if a org like cloud 900 days joined it it just make the esports even bigger so so do you think it's necessarily because like cloud nine signed a team i'm gonna go watch or is it because like or say like moist moist signed a team i'm gonna go watch or is it because charlie is actively um doing the viewing parties and like showing that he has a team and his youtube videos and stuff like that i think it i think both is part i think obviously critical doing the videos and the streams plays a lot more impact than just an org coming in but i still think with the the names that these orgs have like 100 thieves and cloud nine i still think they'd make a big impact on the esport uh, cloud nine have like teased it like how, how many years how many times now like i'm sick Twice. of seeing cloud nine tweet about yeah. rocket league they just they haven't picked up a team like i don't trust them anymore like it's this uh you know 
this friend who never comes comes out and they say oh yeah next 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 week oh we're gonna go huge yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're just weekend. a flake oh yeah yeah I, I hate i hate friends that flake like uh you know these people who are like oh yeah let's go this place let's go that place let's do that let's do this and then they just never show up and they always cancel like that's cloud nine right now to me like they got actually i've lost all faith i've lost all faith in cloud nine as an org because they tweet about uh rocket league like uh should we pick up a rocket league team and then they don't do it they're like what game should we pick up? And it's like a poll, and Rocket League's in it. I'm like, they're, they're, I, I can't remember if they actually did <laughs> that, but stuff like this. I'm like, yeah, they haven't picked up a team for so long while doing this, so I have zero faith. Zero Wait, faith in Cloud9. What do you think about like the impact of an org signing? I mean, it, it, it depends on like the thing of the org, because like, so an org like Cloud9, and, I mean, Cloud9's better, like, for, for their sake, they're better off staying out of it, purely just because of the fan interaction they get. Like, genuinely, they probably make more money not being in the game, none being in the game, purely <laughs> off that interaction. But uh, orgs like that can bring so much attention. But look, look at like I mean, Kasparov, um, Moist. Look at KC. Look at KC, right? Like so many fans of like, sorry, of uh, fans have come in. Yeah. And then now, and now they're actually supporting other Rocket League players as well, mostly French, mind you. And Nolly as well. And, Nolly. And Nolly, but yeah, but Nolly gets an impression buff anytime he tweets anything. He's got like so many Carmine Corp fans still. So yeah, he, nah, he that's does. The kind of, yeah, that's a that's a kind of org that I think benefits seen most the most. I think I think I think an org like a, there's not many orgs that could do it. I think a hundred thieves could do it as well purely because of their like, their, similarly to their interaction and what they could do with like um, nade shot and that sort of thing, and like all their other like co-owners and streamers. <laughs> you know, one uh, thing I, I I thought about for a while. Uh, sorry to, uh, to cut you off. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, you were not gonna really. Say? <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, I one thing I don't understand about uh, if there is, well, if there's any org that like are kind of like looking for other esports to dabble in, like Rocket League is like the dream esport because it's so easy to understand. So if you've got a fan base from other games, Rocket League's one of the only games anyone can watch and know what's going on. Because all these other games, if you're not like a uh, a MOBA fan, you're not going to get MOBAs unless you really put a lot of time into watching it and asking questions about it. Maybe have a friend to explain it. Same thing with like a bunch of other genres too. But I think that's why like CS:GO is really like popular because it's just so easy to understand. Oh yeah, they they shoot the other people. Like yeah, it's a deep game with a high skill ceiling, but the core concept is very simple. Just like Rocket League, very 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 simple. Even more simple core concept with a limitless skill ceiling. So I don't know why. All the art, all the best orgs don't want to get in Rocket League. I really don't because it's uh, it's free. It's so free to get like uh, your fan base to to like a whole other game and like you for another reason. It just seems like free impressions, you know. I'm I'm a, I'm a content creator at heart, so well, I just see a lot, a lot of impressions being left on the table for all these orgs. I mean, you say it's free, but I feel like it, the the barrier of entry, barrier to entry, or whatever, is so large. It's it's very hard now for an org to just hop in. Especially if they want a top team, like um, I know we've talked about franchising. I don't really want to get into it, but like without that sort of security from an org, they don't want to pick up like uh, a team. Mm. And I'm pretty sure most teams are signed. Like NAEU, are they all? I'm pretty sure all 32 are signed. Is that? I think there's a couple in no, EU. That there's a couple. There's a couple in Europe that are. Oh, okay. So like even then, but but, but like at- EU even has more variation with like the results. So it's like you're not even guaranteed to make the regionals and. With nothing else in the scene right now, the only other thing was uh, regain is what we had, and then Jack's tournament. You're not getting eyes on your team, and that's all the orgs care about. They want people to see it, and so if you're not making the one thing 
where that they're able to play in, the org's not going to want to hop in, especially because now the regional three is also an invite tournament. So like, if you don't make but like what those, what about uh, what about James Sheets? Like, they I've not seen any announcement of them being signed. Like, I'm baffled, absolutely flabbergasted that there hasn't mm. been like a, a bidding war between all the best orgs trying to sign James Cheese who are going to the major, competing in front of the biggest like view- viewership Rocket League gets, which is majors, way more than regionals, and they're still unsigned as far as I'm aware. So. Is, yeah, all the other orgs. Like, there's got to be some org come along here. Like whoever, whoever picks them up last minute, they're well, geniuses because they're going to get like uh, the the lowest barrier to entry for a major APAC, John says APAC views suck, but that like, doesn't this matter. Is, you're going to the major. Like if you have a team there, you're going to be able to get like forward, yeah, like B roll. I mean, the thing know, as well is every like, time, every time the APAC, even if APAC viewership is low, it doesn't matter. You just pay them accordingly. That's why, like, um. You know, other re- like the the minor regions are paid less Maybe just because there's less viewership. Yeah, and so it's like that's kind exactly. of just how it goes. Um, it, it like and they I, still get that major guarantee, like even more secure than any other major region. So yeah, honestly, I, I, they're in every regional. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, being in APAC regionals is better than being like a like a bubble EU team because you're still not even sure. At least you're in the APAC regionals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. I think as well, like it's it's I don't you know I don't have an ass in purely numbers, but I don't think James Cheese aren't a team that's going to be holding out for like a hundred thieves to pay him, you know, ten ten grand a month, fifteen grand a month, or whatever. Like we're not looking crazy. Like as we said, they they realize they're in APAC, so they they be they're not going to you know they're not going to be asking for the world. But you're getting a team there, as we said, that's guaranteed majors, and basically off that guaranteed a world championship. And you cannot really secure that with any other team in the world, really. Like, there's no other team you can pick up from NA you that you just know you're, you're going to be at all the majors and going to be at Worlds because it's so competitive. The thing is, because all these big orgs are too cool. To, they don't want to, like, they think the risk of finishing last or, like, second last or third last, whatever. They're like, oh, no, we don't want to do that. They're like, nah, we're, we're, we're a winning team. We win. Our hashtag They'd rather is, play a bubble team, like... Like they've got one of these cringy hashtags. This, yeah, they got a little hashtag after like every tweet. It's like we are winners or something. Like all these dark stuff. Like, does, does Quadrant have a hashtag? I uh, think yeah, so. They do. Yeah, they do. What is it? What is it? Hashtag Squad. I think right. Yeah. Okay, that makes Never sense. Never used that. Uh, that's not. That's not that bad. Squadron. Squadron. Yeah, so that makes sense. It's on brand. It's hashtag Squad, but like there's there's I, I had one on Endpoint, which was very interesting, and it's like <laughs> Never stop. Yeah, never hashtag stop. Never stop. <laughs> it's like what was that? Oh, was like, just got zero three. Nah. Hashtag never stop. Just went, just went. Owen, Owen, Owen six at London major baby. Hashtag never stop. Because <laughs> uh, when do, when do you stop? You stop at your end point. So never stop because they have they haven't reached it yet. It's deep. It's a deep oh. deep hashtag from end point. Full stop. Never stop. Full stop. End point. Yeah, vitality. I'm just, just got zero three. Hashtag, hashtag right V now. for victory. <laughs> <laughs> we just go. Just got zero three to the regional. We come back stronger. Hashtag V for victory. <laughs> <laughs> this had a similar one as well. Again, hashtag V for victory. <laughs> yeah, so you need you need a hashtag. It's a little bit more versatile than the hashtag V for victory because you can't use that if you lose. You can't lose that. <laughs> Let's face it, you sometimes get eliminated in this uh, in this game. Like no one's winning everything, so you need a more versatile hashtag. 
there needs to be an org that just combines all of these like into one whenever they lose. Like, hash, Which hashtag never stop. Hashtag V for victory. <laughs> Which org has the most cringe chat? We need to. We need your help here. Go and look up all the orgs hashtags. We need to decide who has the cringiest hashtag, and then we can help them come up with a better one. Because we're not negative. We're trying to you know build each other up here. Even orgs that have terrible hashtags. We still um, we even want to help them. Going going back to like the orgs, org signing stuff a bit. Um, like me me personally, I don't think like when an org like say Cloud Nine, I don't think if Cloud Nine signed a team that it would like. I wouldn't say it wouldn't bring anybody to the game. I'm sure their staff would watch it. You know what I mean? If, if Cloud Nine signed a team, like <laughs> I think the staff would pay attention to Rocket League a bit more. But like, you think the social that, media manager would like watch it two days later to put out a tweet if they happen to win by chance? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, even with like Cloud 9s following, I just feel like an org, like 1.2 million followers on Twitter, they're a huge org, they're massive. But it's like an org signing a team, it just doesn't bring people, it doesn't make people interested in the game. If you happen to like find it yourself and you're like, oh, Cloud 9's here, I'll root for them. Um, then like that's one thing. But I feel like if Cloud 9 is tweeting about it, we don't care. Uh, you fell off. Um, where's your League of Legends team? Yeah, it's just like stuff like that. You know, they're they're only following that org in the first place to see that one game, whatever they're following them for. I feel like the fandom for orgs isn't there unless it's like a creator-led org. Um, you know, you're kind of so onto like, something with the whole like, oh, you fell off where's League? Because as well as that, they also like. I feel like the esports industry and like the esports fans are constantly at each other's throats. Like they're always like. Oh, this esports the best. Nah, this esports the best. Nah, this one. Nah, this one. They're always arguing which esports the best. Like, who cares, really? <laughs> which esports the best? There's like, w- like so much growth potential for all the esports. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, uh, you know, it, I I feel like some like hardcore fans of one esport are afraid to watch a different esport in case that esport outgrows the one they're a massive fan of. They're like, no, I will not watch any esport except my one. It's like crazy loyalty to me. I'm like, why? Why are they doing this? Just Watch them all if you're interested. Just watch what you enjoy. Just live your life. Orgs are, yeah, or, orgs are like worried, like, oh no, we have such a big fan base for this game. <laughs> what if what if we pick up a team in this other game and all our fans are going to hate us for promoting the rival game? <laughs> yeah, they'll think that they're just that. trying to take views from the game they they really care about. I think though, like as Riza said, like Cloud Nine feel like to me, just in terms of you know, you compare them to a hundred thieves, it's like a different level. Just with like the the new wave now of like content creators being face of orgs and like you yeah. know the mm. support you get from that. So if you had a hundred thieves with like Nade Shot and Courage and stuff supporting it, doing viewing parties or something, like that'd be so much bigger than just like Cloud Nine's name being yeah. in Rocket League like, Esports. I, like, I no feel one like hundred thieves has like that fan attachment to where like I feel like they'd actually bring some fans to the game. But actually, like, Cloud9 doesn't have that. But also, like, if 100 Thieves were to actually sign a team, they'd have to do something with it. Like, if they just signed it, yeah, we got these numbers now, we're just bringing them to sponsors, that sort of thing. It's like, I mean, if you, like, actually helped, I feel like it could go so much better for you. You know, get Nature doing a viewing party, Jack, or Courage. It would have to be someone who actually cares, though. Otherwise, it's just going to get old so fast. Not yeah, even just exactly. for the viewers, but for like the guy doing it. If you really don't care, which is fine. Like, there's some people who don't care about Rocket League, and that you know the world's still going to keep spinning. The sun's going to rise next day. Uh, uh, you know, it's fine if somebody doesn't like it. But if it, it, Oregon isn't a massive fan, maybe it's best they don't do it. Like somebody who is a massive fan uh, does it. But ideally, if that person also happens to be a massive content creator, then that is going to pull in so many fans. Like, can it? Obviously, the two case studies that we've got in uh, Carmi Corp and Weist, like they're just blowing everybody's views away. 
with uh with the viewing parties. Is there any other like well I think NRG's viewing party is also huge because of uh the content creators that they've got as players plus, you know, Musty and they had Jazer for a bit. Do they still have Jazer? I don't even they, know. No, they don't have Jazer. Uh, I don't think they don't know. No. But yeah, they they had like a they they're like that NA view party powerhouse as well. It's all about content. To bring the views in, bring the fans in. Like to bring the fans in the Oregon, it's always content, not the game. Not the not the pros, it's gotta be content. This is uh, I don't want to change the topic. I've just read some. Oh, there's a post on Reddit that I've just found is absolutely hilarious. There's a new scandal yeah. that's just happened in the OCE scene, right? Okay. This is so funny. So the Oceanic Draft League, right, boys, is a is a a draft like you know it's like a league they do where the teams are all drafted. You know, you'll get picks and stuff like that. It's it's not it's it's a little like side thing. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not massive, but there's like I think it's like a nine hundred dollar prize pool, and there's a Division Two as well, right? for this so someone's found out that a player competed um got banned for abusive or harassing harassing behavior and then the next season changed their name and then won the division <laughs> two league five hundred dollars they were already banned from and the whole thing got discovered because he leaked it in rank c of six men's in the general <laughs> that he changed his name so this is he, what he actually just like exposed himself yeah he self Yep, he, oh um, my days! Self-exposed, and he, he came home with about a hundred bucks, and now there's a scandal. He's gonna have to give that money back. So, shout out to <laughs> OCE scene of this guy pulling a shifty, changing his name, and winning Division Two. Um, all for all for like a hundred dollars. He's gonna he's gonna have to give the money back. How are they even gonna like enforce? Yeah, that? what if he runs away with it? There's no way. What if well, he... They're they're saying that he's committed fraud. So I mean, what, it's... what if he spent it? <laughs> He's just got my money. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, wait, they're saying he's committed fraud. I, I'm not a lawyer, that's but the, is that's that, the title. Is that true? <laughs> oh, this, this is the biggest clickbait title because this is—I've never heard of this player. But OCE Rocket League know. player commits fraud in draft tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Is it a legally binding contract when you sign up for that tournament? I'm not sure if it is. I think you might have just got him. Here you go. The, the owner <laughs> of the Oceanic up. Draft League is taking legal action if need be. So <laughs> oh guy, my god! This guy doesn't get his dollars back. It is on for like 170 oh, bucks. Days. Yeah, that's, that's so um, not worth it. That's going to cost way more than 100. That's going to cost is, so much more. Like, don't they practically cost that for like an hour with like a lawyer anyway? Oh, yeah. more, more. It's, it's pretty. The principle though. That's you know? just, that's just to get you. them to answer your email. That'll get you 15 yeah. minutes, mate, Max. Like the 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 consultation, real. That, is, that is actually details. awesome. That's Doctor Space, right? <laughs> this is gig, this is Giga Chad League. <laughs> this guy <laughs> wanted to get lawyers involved for a hundred bucks. Um, I, anyway, I just want to shout out OCE. I guess I can ask while we're here in the OCM, you know, beautiful region down here, boys. <laughs> what do you think, OCE versus Sam? Obviously, we smashed them last season. You know, mm-hmm. didn't drop a series, but going into the major, what do you guys think? You think the club? Has the number, or is it like a power pioneers? Who do you think has the edge in the minor region battle? I think power. I think power look really strong. I mean, they had the mm. regional one slip up, but I think bringing in fever was a big, a big improvement for them. And I think they'll be at least between the two regions. I think they'll be the most dominant. Power. So they're gonna like finish higher potentially. Yeah, than, than yeah. Same. I think so. I think they could. I think it's fifty fifty because I can see club on their dev. Performing better and finishing higher as well, but I still think consistency-wise, I think power would have the edge. Ooh, wave! What do you got? I know you have the club potentially up there, so you're gonna 
go against him? Um, I think I think the club will do better than both the OC teams. I think both the OC, te- OC teams will do better than Secret, though. I think getting mm. Fever Fever in for was it Express? Express, Express, yeah. yeah. I, I think I, I think Fever's a baller. I think he's incredible. I think that's a massive upgrade. But I I think the club also made a good upgrade as well. And Lost looks really good. The new guy looks really good. But I think um, KCP are better than Secret because Secret don't look too good at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, it's interesting because KCP are going in as the number one seed, but they but power won two regionals. So it's actually like what happened yeah. in fall last time, Wave. I don't know if you've got nightmares from this, but you know, Renegades winning two regionals coming in as the number two seed to play you guys. It's a bit of a similar situation mm-hmm. with power. Yeah, it uh, uh, still lives <laughs> in my head, to be honest, CJ. So <laughs> I'm dreaming about that every night. Same thing with Furia, actually. Uh, coming in as number two Sam seed for the winter. Again, mm-hmm. just landing in, oh, group, landing yeah. in Waves group. Like, suddenly Furia's in there. It's like, wait, what? That, 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 that group was really weird. How it was, was that, yeah. yeah, that was our group. That was a group of death. We had yeah. the, that, it, people say that wasn't a hard group, but was. that was it the was number one group. seed from like every region from fall major in one mm-hmm. group. So come on, Give it was a shot. tough group because like that was before NRG to completely capitulated. They were like still, you know, at their kind of top uh, level. Then the group and the elimination happened, and then they started falling off. So. Um, yeah, someone cool. asked opinions on OC- I think OCE players like potentially moving to a major region. I think Pioneers and Power could be t- a top eight team in NA or EU. I think I-, I can see them being better than an NRG. Considering considering NRG got six, the way they're looking is crazy for NA. I think I know they have a you know there's still good teams around them like Complexity and stuff, but I think OCE will go right. I've got them nine to twelve. I know you guys have said top eight is like everyone's goal, but I think nine to twelve be a par. Like a pass mark if they get top eight, then I think it would. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's it's a stacked event. Like there, there, there's probably going to be one NA and one EU team that doesn't perform, but even if they if there's one of each, that's still eight other good teams and the club and Falcons like ten insane teams. I mean, you're guaranteed so. that two of them don't perform. <laughs> like what you know? Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. But that but like even beyond just results, like you know, one of them will probably look a bit flat. From NA, and you usually like one of except the only time it didn't happen was a world's wild card. That's the only time that every EU and NA team showed up and just won, and uh, put all the minor regions below them, um, or the emerging regions, I should say. But who who underperforms then? Who's going to be that team from each? The underperformer from EU and NA. Ooh, well, since we're the hosts, I'm going to throw that to Cash and Wave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for EU, I think it'll be Moist. No, don't say uh, that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but they look... I don't know. I mean, I can't say it. We've looked shaky as well, but overall, we've also had better results. And I still don't think... I think it's too too early for them still. And I think if there's anyone in EU that would underperform, it would be them. And then in NA, I'd probably say SSG. I don't think they'll live up to expectations compared to the other teams. What do you think their expectations are, SSG? Like, just top eight? I think... I think I don't know. I think they'll push for... I think they'll be happy with top eight, but I think they're realistically probably looking at like a top four. They're going to say top four, I bet. They'll, they'll say yeah, top that's four. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's unrealistic. I think <clears throat> top eight is a realistic like par for SSG. 
Like, they're one of those teams. So, like, there's a lot of teams that could win this. Like, again, every international event that happens, it's like there's more teams showing up that could really win this um, based on where their peak form's at. But still, I think, like, based on the online form, you can't say that they're expecting or aiming. Like, aiming, sure, but expecting top four? No way. Like, come on. SSG have to be a par top eight. Wave, would you agree with uh, Cash's assessment there of uh, the likeliest teams to to fail from NA EU? Um, I think I think NA, yeah. I'd say it's it's kind of hard because V one are like obviously proven proven land team, and you kind of can't really count like all the other three because Genji mm-hmm. just look too good. Fae, Fae are honestly, I think the favourites, and G two obviously have his, history. Obviously, V1 are like the best day one team in the world, it seems. So, <laughs> I think it kind of comes down to one team at that point. Uh, for EU, I don't know. I if, if I can't, I, I don't know. Like we could, you could say anyone really. I think I would say Liquid. Liquid. So you think based on like their, you think this one result is like a peak, and then they they could fall off again. I I. I'd say that they, obviously they can have expectations. I think they'll be good still. I just don't know what to think of it because obviously they they clearly had a very good weekend. Like, no kidding it, no kidding. But like, both Oxygen and Liquid had the same thing. Yet one's a fraud and one's a favorite. Like, <laughs> like what? Where, where, think, where's, think, where's the like? Where's the you line? Think people are saying that? Oxygen's a fraud. Yeah, I was say, I, the other I, order. I, I, I mean, people are saying that. I mean, obviously, people like don't don't like us. End of. But if they say any other team, they think it's Oxygen because they. I mean, don't get me wrong. They did, I mean, they did uh, bad in that one Swiss event, but so did Liquid. And then they all, they had the identical results. Just Oxygen won the first one. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, I think the momentum means nothing. The, the so- land build ups a month away anyway. So, Wave, talk to us more about Oxygen, because they won the first regional. Why do you think they fell off after that? What do you think happened? I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, they won the first regional, and then regional two, I don't know. I'm going to guess they got complacent, because you, you do With look like at the, the names. The hours? <laughs> I mean, you look at the names, and you kind of have to guess that. There's got to be a reason mm-hmm. for that happening. Like you don't you don't go and win it. I I had the exact same thing last season. I got complacent and I lost. Uh, I bottled the second regional. Mm. It's I, I'm I'm just gonna guess it's the same thing. And then with regional three, um, I swear they looked good in regional three. It's just like they just lost the G one. Yeah, they actually they they looked alright. Like G one played very well. Yeah, that's Definitely what I thought. It, I didn't I didn't think it, I didn't think it looked that bad. And then in regional one for like liquid. They lost to Moise, who didn't even look that bad either. Obviously, the next day, Moise didn't look very good, but... Well, I've got a, a quick uh, quiz here for you four. Who has currently more hours past two? No, no <laughs> cheating, no checking. Jorius or Archie? Who has more hours past two? Currently. Jorius. Not even... Jorius did have to play a 1v1 tournament recently. <laughs> yeah. or two of them, so I believe it's him. Yeah. I think Currently, Archie with his current injuries that he he would have played and then not touched the game again until the major. Mm. Well, currently, uh, I, I, I kind of looked at this earlier. Sorry for cutting you off. I kind of looked at it earlier today, so that's kind of why. So you see, you looked at it earlier today, Saint Jarius, uh, confidently. 
Jory's on 45.6 hours past two in Rocket League. Archie is on 46.1. He's taken it by one. half an hour. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it, must, it, must, it must have fallen off then, because earlier on he was on more. What, why uh, were you looking at this, like a ton of hours in just over like, two weeks ago. Because I, 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 I got off Rocket League. I was just curious. I was looking at like all the pros' hours because I was, I was just bored. He's keeping, he's scouting them out. Scouting out the competition. I also wanted to see what my teammates had, but both of them were on private, so it was a bit awkward. Private? <laughs> I told you my hours. What do you mean? Yeah, well, I keep up with them anyway. <laughs> Wait, so they're on private, so you can't see their hours at all? Yeah. Like, fully private? Like, even if you, like, go to Rocket League, the game? Nah, you can't yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, Cash is, Cash uh, is uh, private. I can turn mine back on. I'm on 58. But yeah, see, like, some players, some pros didn't know. That, like, turning your profile to private wasn't enough. You actually have to, like, uh, prevent people from being able to click on Rocket League in their own game and see your hours through that as well. And there was many pros who were, like, accidentally <laughs> leaking their low hours over the years. Uh thinking that it was fully hidden and their teammates didn't know. We'll see. I Ooh. think Cash is probably safe. Oh, no, have a quick I put my profile back, back on public, so oh, you're public you'll again. be able to yeah, see yeah. it anyway. I'm back on public. Uh, I've got yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing to be ashamed of. Everyone can see my hours. I'm not... I know. Well, actually, like I can't show you because uh, the camera, I can't move it. But yeah, it says for me, Cash, this profile is private because it hasn't updated for me. However, if uh... I click on Rocket League in my library, I can scroll down and see friends who also play this game. Cash, 57.1. So he's Huge. like Ooh, he's part running. of the group of yeah he can't he, he yeah it's not you know, what, you know what I'd love to see if they broke it down and he could see time in main menu main menu well. yeah yeah that would be, be so, I would be peak main menu hours <laughs> I I'm literally menu. I stream main menu like more than I stream Rocket League well I guess with ours the the topical thing as we said is Archie and Joris now uh, Archie did speak a little bit he, he mentioned about his hand problems he plays in pain wave do you have mm -hmm. any, you, you had experienced this last season you said you had some low hours with Archie but obviously he had a little bit of low hours as well um what a, it was that a, was that a problem with your team would you say last season um uh, or the end of last season when you picked up Archie no I don't think it was a problem like to be to be fair, the first regional we had with him, it was it's weird to say like he had the most hours then, and it didn't go. It was our worst regional out of all of them. But to be fair, I also didn't have incredibly high hours either during that split. So I think that was, was more like a team. Was that thing like motivation, well. or just like the team was dead, or you know, like? No, I don't know. It? I don't know. I think I I got kind of. I burnt myself out a little bit with LA, and then I, for some reason, didn't take a break after LA. Mm -hmm. And then that that took, and clearly I just stopped playing as much during the split. But I mean, he's not. I mean, I'm not gonna like doubt him for his hours because he does have like actually a reason for it. So, mm -hmm. Ooh, but, but with other people, it's like yeah, but. The reason I'm mentioning Archie is because he did happen to call you out um, on the show. He said that. <laughs> I don't want to quote him, but he said all these past teammates were bots and none of them knew how to flip reset. Now, obviously, you being a past teammate, you're included in that. What are your thoughts on him saying you don't have mech? I don't really care what he thinks, to be <laughs> honest. Like, he can, he can, he can say that, but as soon as we, as soon as we did pick him up, he did then make the London major. Whereas mm. he, when he was on Semper, he got ninth to twelfth three times in a row. But I mean, it, it doesn't matter to be honest. I I really I really couldn't care less what he thinks. 
So you didn't, you... like, hop in the training pack? At all? <laughs> no. 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 You didn't, like, start gravitating towards the sidewalls more in ranked twos? <laughs> why, 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 why? You've you, you been eyeing me up, Johnny, or something, or, like... <laughs> No, I, I, it sounds like you might have been based on the fact that you think I'm, I'm spying in your replays, but no, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe I have been. Like, I don't think that's the reason for it, but... He's been I, it, in the it, right news reset meta. I like it. It's, you it's kind of actually... like... Go Sorry, on. go on, CJ. I was gonna. Oh, no, I was gonna. Go, go. You, you finish. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drift it over a little bit of something juicy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I was gonna say like, uh, you, like last week we had Chicago talking about NA twos. He says it is just like, basically like, <laughs> it's like Rocket League ARAM, where everybody, if you, anyone, anyone plays League of Legends, <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, where you just, everybody's going down mid lane, and you're all random, it's just like, you go straight down mid lane, there's no side lanes, there's no lateral movement at all, there's just like, down mid lane, like, taking, you know, you, you can't, you can't buy AMC, like, he's, I think I made this uh, comparison, but... The way he described it sounded like a Rocket League ARAM, where you're just taking turns air dribbling at each other. Uh, so you might uh, you might enjoy that wave to jump on NA2s next time you're over there and just like get fully invested in the in the air dribble flip reset meta they've got over there. Like they just they try a flip reset, it doesn't work. It's fine. Just go get boost. Let the other team try their one, and uh, whoever scores first is the Rocket League ARAM champions. It feels like you're trying to imply something here, Johnny. I, I can't. I'm not going to quite put my finger on it, but. <laughs> nah, well, I, mean, could, I, mean, I mean, he's not—he's not wrong. He, Chicago's not wrong. That is kind of what it is. Yeah, you played NA twos. What do you? What do you think about NA twos? I mean, he's right. It is what it is. Uh, it's just basically just kind of. Well, when I when I played it, I wouldn't say it was so central. Uh huh. But that was also like when, I mean, Dallas was was all the world's players, and so it wasn't mm. NA servers. And LA was like. Um, I mean, yeah, he was right. It just wasn't as as lateral, but every, everyone is like very take turns based, kinda. Yeah, no, you. I'm not trying to imply anything. I think you can flip reset. I think that mm. you could maybe even flip reset on Archie. That's what I want to see. Wave. Mm, I want to see bit, you flip you reset a big on ass Archie. Here, Johnny. Like it could happen. You know, Swiss. Anything could happen if you if you guys match up against Oxygen. I want to see a flip reset on Archie. Like he's I usually he's the last man back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's usually last man back, so just like get up a little bit more, like you know, get the cash and so to get you a little bit of space, and then just grab the hundred of mid and flip reset on Archie. It'll be it'll be glorious. And jump out and I don't know. You gotta have some kind of. There's probably a TikTok dance for flip resetting. Uh, I'm not really keeping up to date with all the um, trends, but there's probably something yeah, that you can don't, learn. Don't say that. Oh. Look, I, I was I was gonna say with the, the you know people mentioned like oh look, now there's a rivalry stuff like that. Like I know personally when you have made like whether you've made a roster move or you've changed teams or you've been kicked whatever. Like you always secretly whether you, whether you're happy for the other person you secretly want them to not do well. And also <laughs> when you beat them like you want to beat them. It's, it feels like sort of moist KC right now like with Vatira. Like everyone's friends, but there's an extra rivalry now because you know the team is they made us switch. You know. Vitira left for, you know, you could say greener pastures or, you know, because of the org, stuff like that. But do you guys have that with your past teammates? I'm not, I'm not specifically mentioning, you know, like Archie, but you, do you have that, like, hidden extra motivation when you're playing against, you know, guys you used to team with or you got kicked or you got rid of them and then they joined another team? I well, do, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, you go, Cash. No, I do, yeah, but obviously I haven't had the chance to play them yet because 
They haven't made a top eight yet. But I'm still rooting for them, obviously. Oh my goodness. Obviously. You're rooting for them just to run into you. <laughs> yeah. But is that, you know, the fact they haven't made a top eight, is that more satisfying for you that you feel like, well, I was a pretty big part of that team then because now you're joining a, a new team and you're making, you know, you've made the major. A little bit, yeah. I don't think it does... It doesn't. It doesn't make that much of an impact, but it still it gives me some reassurance. Because to be honest, like, towards the end of last season, I was down myself a lot, and obviously now you see at the end of this split how well I'm doing. So it does give me some reassurance. Yeah. What about you, Wave? If you if you happen to knock out Oxygen in the Swiss stage or in the quarterfinals, will that be a little bit sweeter, or it's just another win? I mean, sure, it might be, but I think that's more just personal pride at that point. Like, yep. I, do, I, do, I, will admit, I do get pride when I beat BDS, mm -hmm. but that's more because I have set myself up to have a, a friendly rivalry with Seiko. I'm still good friends with him, but boy, do we trash talk each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that, whereas some of my other teammates, um, well, Metz hasn't done too well recently. Vert has gone to APAC, and the one before that retired, so... <laughs> But I mean, if I if I do play oxygen, I might have a bit of pride. But I'm not gonna like. It's not gonna be like I'm not gonna like fully embrace it. It's whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't fully have that passion unless I choose to have it. I love it. I love these hidden like rivalries within, not rivalries, but this like the hidden extra little juice among series. So I like hearing that. I'll be taking note. Hopefully, I think we're gonna see it. I think that. When Archie puts something like that out into the world about like his former teammates and stuff, then I feel like he's he's got a date with destiny that Wave's going to play him and foot reset on him. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I just want to see one of those videos where they t somebody's going to take the clip of Archie saying that and then ha have the music kick in and Wave flip resetting on him. And then some kind of, I don't know. <laughs> like the, the card, card montage music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, there's plenty, you know, uh, Twitter mains in the Rock League scene who could pull that off. Yeah, Wid will uh, do that. Wid will pull it, yeah. Um, pull it I'm, out I'm, sure, I'm sure I could get someone to do it for me if that was the case, if I had to do it, so. <laughs> yeah, you should. If, if you tweet that, it would farm so hard. <laughs> that was, didn't, didn't, yeah, um, didn't, didn't Torment do that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Was that, was that, was that, yeah, that yeah. Monkey Moon Tanner, yeah. They said mm. he wasn't mechanical and then he showed him 1v3ing them. <laughs> With the, with the card montage music. <laughs> I can't remember that actual song, uh, song name, though. That's funny. Yeah, keep always keep receipts. Send, send it to Wave. Send much. it to Wave. You can even draft it. You draft it <laughs> up. All right. Hell yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. We're going to wrap up uh, Chalkcast number 20, unless there's uh, maybe a final thought. Final. No, we can't follow that. We can't follow that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I mean, that's that's a good place to end it. So I appreciate you guys all watching. If you guys did miss any of it, you can catch it on uh, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. I will tweet out those links a little bit later tonight once they're all uploaded. I appreciate uh, Cash and Relating Wave for joining us tonight. Thank you so much to them. Thank and you, me up. Of course, uh, Johnny and CJ for co-hosting, uh, as always. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.